Hi, I'm Nikki O'Brien and this is Quintessential Being. This podcast is a heart-driven passion project of mine. It's about sharing stories, journeys of self-discovery, giving you actionable tools, shifting perspectives. It's about bringing you anything and everything that will help you understand yourself, love who you are right now, and deepen the connection with those around you. So thanks for joining me and let's jump in. So today I'm actually going to start this episode with a poem from someone called Reese Lever and it's called Remember Woman. Remember woman, you were born life giver, miracle creator and magic maker. You were born with the heart of a thousand mothers, open and fearless and sweet. You were born with the fire of queens and conquerors, warrioress blood you bleed. You were born with the wisdom of sages and shamans. No wound can you not heal. You were born the teller of your own tale, before none should you kneel. You were born with an immeasurable soul, reaching out past infinity. You were born to desire, with passion, abandon, and to name your own destiny. Remember, woman, remember, you are more than you can see. Remember, woman, remember, you are loved endlessly. Remember, woman, your power and grace, the depth of your deep sea heart. Never forget you are woman, divine as you have been from the start. Oh, I just love that poem. I actually heard it last year on a retreat for women about the theme was power and grace. And when I think about power and grace, I connect to the womb. It's part of our magic as a woman. So in honor of womb wisdom, today's guest is an incredible healer and mother, Nadia Parisi, the nourished mum. She specializes in fertility, pregnancy, and postnatal recovery. And she really just helps you reconnect to the magic of being a woman. Welcome, Nadia Parisi. Thank you so much for joining me on Quintessential Being. I am super excited to have you on the show today. Womb Wisdom only recently came into my orbit, but I am so curious to learn and connect with the powerhouse deep within. (laughs) So maybe you can start by telling us a little bit more about what it is that you do. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Nikki, for having me. I feel very honoured to be asked. Um, I basically am a fertility massage therapist, womb healer, and I also run um, really small group fertility yoga sessions for women, so a nice way for women going along a healing journey or trying to conceive or having issues conceiving. Just really nice for women to be able to come together and feel supported in a group setting as well. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm glad you said that because it's just so important, isn't it, to feel supported, especially yeah, as a woman. It really is. And that's birth. the feedback that I get. So we do. I do a heal the womb workshop every 12 weeks, and um, I send out little feedback forms. And it's never about 
what they've learned. It's more about not feeling alone and the women that they've been able to meet. Um, so it just shows the power of what, um, you know, sitting in a circle of women can do, how powerful and healing that in itself can be. And this, um, yeah. you don't just help new mums or mums. It's also women who have um, endometriosis um, and, you know, problems with their menstrual cycle. Yeah, that's right. So I see a lot of, um, quite an influx at the moment as well of young teens um, and, you know, younger women who have had endometriosis or PCOS really painful cycles or no cycles. Um, So we work in just sort of tuning in and listening to the body a little bit more, trying to get young girls off the contraceptive pill. A lot of them aren't sexually active, so don't need to be on it, but they've been put on it to manage their endometriosis pain or acne, which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so just working with women to sort of take a little bit more control of their own reproductive health and balance things out. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. womb really is like the feminine powerhouse. Can you explain to us um, the kind of potent energy we can harness when we re- really learn to connect to our womb? Yeah, there's so many um, different aspects that, you know, it's the centre of our being as women. Mm. Um, it's where we create life, we create, you know, um, job projects, artists you know um, I have a lot of women come in and if they've got really full-on heavy jobs uh, lawyers or project managers and if they've you know really suppressed their energetic side for a really long time or their creative side Mm -hmm. they're coming in with things like infertility or endometriosis PCOS Um, and I say to a lot of them they'll be like oh I'm a lawyer but I should have been an artist. Like I really wanted to be a singer or this or that. So I give them a little task and I'm like, go home and start painting or go take up a singing class. And even just that in itself, um, their reproductive health starts to improve. Yeah. So it really goes to show that um, it's there for a lot more than just bleeding or Mm -hmm. having children and so forth. Yeah, that's just like the very, the tip of the iceberg, hey? Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Um, so can you um, dive into your personal story a little bit and tell us what led you into this work? Oh, I think the universe really kind of chose me. Um, it's quite bizarre. I was studying medical science. Yeah. Uh, so I was a lot more in the scientific world, uh, the medical world, and I don't know, I think it was just having children that sort of led me to become a little bit more natural and look at holistic areas of healing with you know just the children themselves Mm -hmm. and over time just my interest in yoga and women's health uh, kind of led me to the courses that I've done to now do what I'm doing. So some of us um, if we are mothers we didn't get the birth that we necessarily wanted like I know I certainly didn't Um, you know whether that's getting induced or having drugs when you didn't originally want to or a c-section Um, Can you just dive in a little bit about the womb healing side of your work and how we can help ourselves accept how our births happened um, and move forward? Yeah, I think it's really important. You know, I've seen a massive onslaught of women coming in with birth trauma. Mm -hmm. And so I do work with, I try and work with women before the trauma happens to try and prevent that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But if you have gone through those, you know, traumatic birth experiences or you feel like your birth story, you know, wasn't written the way that it should have been, um, we do, can do a lot of deep work with the womb and the ovaries. Um, we can do the holistic pelvic care work as well, which can work on the physical trauma and just the energy that's stored within our muscles and fascia, you know, that mm. muscle memory. We can just release that on an energetic and physical level as well. So why is it that um, you said that you do see a lot of women come in with birth trauma stories? What do you think that that is? Are we not making the right choices around the kind of birth that we want or is fear playing into that? Because I do feel like that is a common thread. Yeah, I think it's really um, the lifestyles that we're living as well women are really rushing through their pregnancies without taking that time to slow down and connect to baby, connect to their body, preparing the bodies. You know, in ancient times, women would basically be, you know, living in these beautiful villages with the support around them. So they were really getting nurtured throughout their pregnancies. Whereas now as women, we're working up until our borders are breaking and it's kind of go, go, go. um, And not taking that time. I think the more that we connect with baby we can kind of surrender over to that birth process because we really trust them. Babies are actually so extremely smart when it comes to birthing. They really know what to do. Yeah. So if we take that time throughout our pregnancies to create space within the body and live that healthy, holistic lifestyle, connecting to our mind and womb as well, having that connection, we can just surrender over to that process a little bit more. I love that. But surrender in, over you know, the Western process. world, it's, you know, women take on the boss role or, you know, you know, you see all these posts now, I'm a boss mama and, yeah. um, you know, I work like a man. It's like, oh, well, we shouldn't be. You know, we can be really intuitive workers, but we don't have to have that label as the boss or the man. It actually kind of goes against what we should be doing, I think. Women and don't need to be so fierce in that way we could just take a step back and listen to ourselves and we would be great better workers and mothers I think if we all did that yeah and you touched on that issue of support like it's a real culture now to see how fast you can bounce back from birth isn't it and and get back to your life when we don't take the time you know I know and on that like um that's why myself and Dr Carla Brion she's an acupuncturist based in Adelaide we've just created um, a service called the Golden Month. So Ooh. it's four months of, yeah, traditional in-home care. So we actually come to the mothers and really nurture them and look after them with home-cooked foods and acupuncture and baths and herbs and all these beautiful things that women have really lost. Yeah. Um, and we're finding you know a nation of really fractured tribes, like a lot of women don't speak to their mothers or aunties or cousins. So they don't have that village coming around and supporting them and holding them as mothers. Yeah. Then we get a really depleted nation and we, we can't give to our children when we're depleted. We can't give to our work no. or anything really in life. So it's kind of about repairing all of that. I'm glad you touched on depletion because I feel like that's such a um, common theme as a mum. You just yes. you push yourself to the point of exhaustion and then that's when you go, okay, I, 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 can, I need to ask for help here. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like women are wearing it like a badge of honour now. Yeah. Like, oh, yep. who's more exhausted than the other? Yeah. Who needs 10 cups of coffee before they start their day? And Yeah, we joke about it. 
Yeah, we joke about it. And, we, you know, you see some women and it's like, oh, I'm so exhausted. And it's like they really, like, that's what makes them as mothers, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, and it's really sad that we have to prove to people that we're exhausted. We should be walking around and showing other women how nurtured, and how full our cup is and really getting that back into the younger generations and teaching them, look, be healthy, look after, rest when you need to rest, slow down on your period. Um, But instead we're walking around in front of our daughters going, I'm exhausted. I know. And our daughters are going to be like, oh, I can be exhausted too. Yeah. So kind of like planting those seeds. Even um, like sanitary um, products are advertising that, like it doesn't have to slow you down. And pop in a tampon and go jump a high jump. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one the other day. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also do work around the female ancestral line. We touched on it just before, mothers and aunties. Um, can we dive into that a little bit more? I find this concept yeah. in particular so utterly and intriguing and important to talk about. A lot of women, you know, with the fertility journey, um, you know, we work on the maternal line. So it starts at the solar plexus. So, um, you know, in between the rib cage and the maternal line ends at the pubic bone. So it's, you know, once again, smack bang in the center of the body. And it's also to do with that heart womb connection. Yeah. So, um, a lot of women will come in and they've got great relationships with their mother and I'll start working on the maternal line, but they'll get really emotional and start crying and they won't know why. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, how was your mother's birth with you? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then they'll go and speak to their mother and their mother may not have had an empowering birth. Or, you know, some women have come back to me and said, oh, my mother was left um, when she was pregnant. Like My father abandoned her. And we hold that maternal line. So, you know, some of these women come in and they don't even know the history of their mother. Yeah. But they're holding that pain and that physical trauma yeah. within their bodies because – we, you know, we were in our grandmother's wombs yeah. and our mother's wombs for such a long time um, as eggs <laughs> and that mm. energy, um, you know, energy can't be destroyed. So it really is carried on from generation to generation. So it's really important for us to heal that maternal line and that ancestral line. Mm. And you touched there on the heart-womb connection. Can you unpack that a little bit for us? How... Oh. <laughs> Well, I feel like I could talk to you for so long about everything, but I don't <laughs> want to like miss anything, but I don't want to talk too long either. Um, well, the heart wound connection is just, uh, you know, in Chinese medicine, it's the Chong Mai, so it's like this, you know, massive vessel that just connects the heart and womb, and it's supposed to be flowing and lots of blood and energy and chi mm. and prana, but over time we're no longer connected to our womb space. So young girls are getting their period and it's, here's a tampon, bye. Yes. You know, they're getting pain and it's, oh, here's some Panadol, bye. Yeah. They're getting endometriosis and it's, oh, put you on the pill, bye. Yeah. So we've been taught from a really young age to shut off from our womb space. So that heart-womb connection is really failing us. Mm -hmm. And then women are coming into their 30s and saying, I want to have a baby. And it's like, okay, well, we need to work on that heart-womb connection. And it's like, you can't just expect your womb to start working for you after, you know, 10, 20 years of telling her to be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really important to teach our daughters from a really young age that, you know, 
we feel a lot from our womb space. So listen to it, tune into it, love it, massage it, mm. <laughs> steam it, do whatever you need to do to kind of keep that connection alive. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> I um, teach my daughter all the time. Yeah, you know. how lucky you know, is she's, she's going through puberty at the moment and, you know, she's having breast pain. So it's like, you know, teaching her how to do breast massage and, you know, just really preparing her to love her body instead of just saying, oh, just have a Panadol or, oh, it's normal, you're going through hormones. <laughs> so That is amazing. Can While we're on that, can you, if there's any young women listening, can you, what's one piece of advice that you would give them? Uh, my biggest word of advice that I wish, you know, I have a lot of clients come in and say, oh, my God, I wish my mum had told me that. Oh. And it's always... You know, if you're experiencing any pain in life, mentally, physically, emotionally, that's a sign that something's not right, yeah. whether it be your relationships with other people causing you harm and making you feel pain, whether it be your period not working properly, your cycle's not working properly. So if you're ever feeling pain, speak out mm. and ask for help. Mm, that is such a beautiful message thank you yeah especially with your period totally. <laughs> um, don't let someone just pop you on the pill or give you a Panadol if you're having painful periods it's a sign that something's not working and it could be something really minor um so it can be worked with holistically holistically yes yeah um in your work as a fertility pregnancy and postnatal massage therapist some of the healing treatments you do involve obviously massage and specifically a closing of the bones can you um, explain what that is yeah so closing the bones is an ancient um massage that is basically done for women after they've given birth so once again it's about you know, creating that space for women to feel held. They say that when we give birth, we, you know, we go into the heavens to, into the skies to collect our babies. Oh, and in that process, I know. I have beautiful. never heard that before. It makes me want to cry. Oh, I know. Um, and sometimes in that process, when we come back, we don't come back into our bodies properly. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of floating and you get that feeling as a mother, like we're kind of just floating around and not really in our own bodies. No. So this therapy is really about calling back that spirit into the woman's body so she can feel whole again and be her own self because often as mothers it's, oh, that's Sarah's mum or Ethan's mum. But it's like, no, I'm actually Nadia. That's who yeah, I am. Yeah. And, you know, so it's really about honouring the woman as the woman, not the wife and the mother. It's such a huge transitional period, isn't it? I don't think I fully understood it until I went through it myself. And Yeah, you know. and we lose so much of ourselves. Um, instead of it adding to us, I feel that we often do lose a massive chunk of our personality and ourselves and our spirit. So it's really about just bringing that back. Totally. Because the more, yeah, the more whole we are, the more we can do for our children and our community. It's really about the communities as well. Oh, yes. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before you mentioned steaming, yoni steaming is only something that actually you introduced me to. Yay. <laughs> can you talk to us a bit about that? Yeah, so once again, yoni steaming is a, a really ancient therapy that's been lost over time. Um, you know, all the way from Italy, Korea, China, India, um, women have been steaming for 
thousands and thousands of years. Um, basically, for women that were having problems conceiving or had a child um, or going through any sort of reproductive health issues, they would, or even just as a ritual, like a monthly full moon ritual, mm. um, women would steam their vagina. So basically, you know, like a facial steam, but yeah. it's for your reproductive organs. Um, so the main aim or well, the main sort of goal is, you know, the skin of the vagina is really quite absorbent. Mm-hmm. So the herbs are going right to where they need to go. Um, so you sit over the pot, you steam, it's really warming on the womb. So a lot of our generation, we show our bellies a lot and oh, um, okay. swim on our periods. So we've got the, you know, cold womb syndrome. So it's really warming for the womb. I actually did one the other night and I'm like getting all hot flushed. I'm like, oh, my womb's getting all warm. So it's really quite nice. Yeah. That's such an interesting concept. We all have cold rooms. I never thought of it. I thought about it like that. Yeah. And it's, you know, our lifestyles, we're eating on the go and grabbing salads instead of having those beautiful slow cooked warming foods that are so important for us as women. Yeah. Wow. Um, so before I do let you go, I could speak to you forever. I just love talking about all these things. Um, what does spirituality mean to you, Nadia? Oh, that is a massive one. Once again, stop asking me all these. <laughs> but you answered them so beautifully. Fun. Well, I, um, I was actually raised in a really, really strict Christian church. So um, I actually shut off to my spirituality for my whole life because it was really drilled into me and it was more of a guilt. Like, I, mm. you know, you have to be spiritual and you have to be speaking in tongues and praying to God. And um, so it's like these women that shut off from their womb. I really shut off to my spirituality for a really long time. Um, and I wish that I had it in my teen years because I probably wouldn't have been so reckless with myself, <laughs> yeah. to say the least, or I might have chosen better partners um, but now as an adult and as a mother, I think spirituality is really anything that makes you strive to be a better person um, on, you know, a spiritual, physical and emotional level. Thank you. And thank you for sharing You're that welcome. part of you. Um, I resonated with that so hugely, just that concept of um, being brought up in a in with Christian values and the guilt that's that's attached to that sort of spirituality. Yeah, and And we're seeing a massive, you know, once again a massive influx. I have so many young women coming to see me and they've been brought up in really strict religious homes and, you know, masturbation is the shame and they've got all these reproductive issues because once again they've they've hated their womb and they've hated their sexuality and they've grown up not being able to experience things and yeah it's really quite sad and even like you said on that deeper level not just to themselves but connection to god or um you know universe or higher higher self like you totally shut off from that like you said in your teenage years choose the wrong partners do reckless behavior addictive behaviors yes i was so addicted i went through years of you know, sexual abuse, um, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. And I was just like, I didn't want to be me and I didn't want to be in my own body. So So it was easier to be numb. 
Yeah. I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Well, we've come out the other side. (laughs) We have, yeah. Um, uh, Lastly, can you recommend a book that helps us connect to our womb and lean into healing ourselves from the inside out? Oh, it would definitely have to be um, any of Tammy Kent books. Um, I did my training with her, my holistic pelvic care training, She's got an amazing book, which you would love being a mother. It's called Mothering from Your Center. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll actually lend it to you. So next time I see you, I'll Thank bring it you. Along. That just hit me um, right in the heart when you said that. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah. And she's also got um, her first book was called Wild Feminine. Oh, yes. Um, and there's another book, and I don't know it off the name off the top of my head because I haven't read it. Um, oh, Wild Creative or something like that. So that's more about, like, women in business and so forth. So probably what I need to read at the moment to help me. (laughs) Wow. Thank you so much for chatting with me. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm, Nadia Parisi there about all things divine womb wisdom. If you crave authentic feminine support through fertility, pregnancy, or postpartum recovery, then I highly recommend you seek out Nadia. Her website and Instagram, The Nourished Mum, is where you can find all her workshops, treatments, and something very special if you're a new mum called The Golden Month. Oh my goodness, I wish I had done something just like this when I had had my son. As always, thank you from my heart to yours for listening today. I ask that you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and you can head over to quintessentialbeing.com for all the show notes and info. Till next time, big love. 